Hey, it's Ron McLean. Welcome to Hockey Talk on the Rock. With Laura and Keith. It's interesting. So let's back up a second. He played absolutely out of his mind. It now. made no sense to me. And now, here are your hosts. stuff and there's not really news but there is kind of news and I feel like you're going to want to talk a little bit about it with the, co- the country club comments and stuff like that. Oh yeah, the locker room? Yeah. Yeah, I mean I would say that I find it un- what, somewhat unsurprising that this stuff is coming out now because to me it kind of did feel like over the last two years that there was something going on in the locker room that wasn't totally normal. Like, whether it was a rift or something, like, along those lines. So, I'm not totally surprised. Um, and maybe it also does play a role into, like, how long it took them to um, come to an agreement with the girl. And things of that nature. <laughs> but I don't really have any super strong opinion about it, I guess, because I kind of... It's not really that surprising to me. Um, right. If you have anything to add. No, not really. I mean, yeah. more... I've more touched on the like the actual hockey stuff and saying like um, I guess at least one team is asked to interview Brad Shaw yeah. for a position, a head coaching yeah. position I guess, and yeah. there's quite a few of them which I'll get to in a bit. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then there's rumors that like there's already an assistant coach opening, and then if he goes, there would be two, and there's rumors that Mike Yo <laughs> might yeah. be taking yeah. one of the spots, which <laughs> as a Philly guy, I don't know how I feel about that. I mean, I would say, again, if as long as it's as an assistant, I'm more okay with it, but I would still prefer someone else. Yeah. But as an assistant, he might be better than he was as a head coach. Um, because, I mean, both in St. Louis and in Philly, it wasn't good. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, but other than that, I think that's kind of that's it for More Canucks. or less for Canucks, yeah. There's all the rumors, but... I mean, like, we can talk to death to all the rumors, you yeah. know, but they're, like... It, it is what it is, yeah. and until something actually happens, it's kind of pointless at this yeah, point. For sure. So, yeah, I mean, this next month, I guess this is what I'll end with. <laughs> Basically, as soon as the Stanley Cup finishes, I think it's Canucks watch kind of thing to the draft. That period there, I mm-hmm. think it's going to be, you're going to see the, the new management put their, their stamp on the team. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Alrighty. Uh, from that, we'll hop into... Um, the head coaching upcoming carousel. Yeah. Um, so right now, off the top of my head, I'm pretty sure I can think of seven being Dallas, Winnipeg, Vegas, Detroit, Chicago, Boston, and Philly all yeah. looking for head coaches. Yeah. I might have missed one, but let's go with seven. Okay. So on the spot, who would you tie to each team right now, or who would you predict is going to get a head coaching job? Because there's a lot there's of experienced coaches out yeah. there. So I, I think for me, the first one I'd say, I think Detroit is going to go with like Tampa's assistant. That's like the heavy rumor. And I can't remember his name right it's now. Like so it's like Yeah. Yeah. I think that that is a fit and it makes sense with this BDY um, connection. It sounds also like Dallas is going to go with, with DeBoer. DeBoer. Yeah. So those two, I think, I, I don't know. That's kind of my guess there. So with Detroit, I was going to say exactly what you yeah. said. With Dallas, I was going to say what you <laughs> said. And I mean, the DePore thing's pretty heavily reported. Yeah. Um, let's go Vegas next. 
So Vegas, I kind of think is going to be either Cassidy or Trox. Okay. I think they're going to go big name hunting and it'll be one of those two. But like, if I have to guess, maybe I'll say Cassidy because I think Trox is going to go somewhere not Vegas. But I was going to go Cassidy as well <laughs> because um, he seems like or sounds like he doesn't do well with younger players yeah. and he has a successful winning record. So yeah. I can see him being a fit yeah. in Vegas. Um, go to Winnipeg next. I'm going to go with Trotz in Winnipeg just because he's the Winnipeg guy. And I mean, I keep thinking about it over and over and over. And like, they have a really good goalie. They have good defense and he's a defensive coach. So I feel like that would be an appealing roster for him. Like who else? Uh, yeah. So there's um, Taka, <laughs> Tortorella. Who else is out there? Claude Julien. Julien Trotz. I mean, it's so tempting to say Tross, and I feel, I just don't want to do them all the same as you. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the hard part. So maybe I'll switch it up and I'll just say talk it for something different. Yeah, I mean, that would probably be my second yeah. guess. Um, Philly, I feel like it's going to be Tortorella. I know they <laughs> want Tross, I just don't yeah. see it happening. And I don't know why Tross would go there. I agree, I'll say Tortorella for Philly. And then that leaves us with Boston and Chicago. And I mean, I don't really have much. I, I would guess like Julian to Chicago. Yeah. Because I can't see him go back to Boston. Yeah. I want, I think Chicago might go younger too, or like more inexperienced. Yeah. But I don't really have like a name. Yeah. Off the top of my head, but I don't think it's going to be one of the ones on the list. Yeah. <laughs> and then um, Boston, like I don't think Barry Trotz is going to end up in Boston. No. Um, so, <laughs> piano, like uh, maybe, no. I like Paul Maurice, but I can't see that either. Right. I'd put Paul Maurice as like a wild card for Philly, maybe. Yeah. I guess I'll say Paul Maurice, Boston, because I don't have anywhere else. Yeah. I still think Trotz is going to end up in Florida. What about um, <laughs> Travis Green, Boston? Well, I heard <laughs> Travis Green, he, he was in talks with Dallas, I know. Right. Um, but I don't see him ending up in Boston. No. Um, you know... Like, the GM in Boston, this is going to be his his last bullet, right? So he's going to make a, a big push here, yeah. and it's got to be someone, I think, established. Again, unless they decide to tear everything down. It's going to be really interesting for the Bruins on uh, July 1st, right? Or not 1st, 13th, or whatever it is this year. Right. Um, because they could have money to spend. With uh, all the injuries. With all the injuries, but I don't know. I really feel like next year is a year to take a step back, but I think people have been saying that for years with Boston, and it hasn't happened. Yeah. But you don't have the coach, so if you were gonna go younger, you could get a play like a kind of a coach that younger players will listen to, or is better with younger players, and see how that goes for them. But they don't have a lot in their system right now, so mm -hmm. yeah. Um, since you brought up Florida, I did read or hear that they like re-upped one or all their assistants recently. Yeah. So there's speculation that Brunette's gonna be back. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. But yeah. Um, so that's it for the coaching stuff, yes. I think. We're just rumoring here yeah. say at this point. but. So I, I do have two games. Okay. They're not super hard. It's just a speculation game. But, and they both surround Edmonton. Okay. So Edmonton obviously swept at the hands of Colorado. Um, I think maybe there's two sides to the story here. I think that they had a pretty easy walk to the conference final, which, yeah. you know, probably makes... Maybe their fan base have unrealistic expectations for what the team is going to be like next season. 
it also sounds like because of like the Darnell nurse, you know, it got contract extension kicking in and various other expenses, they're not going to have a ton of money at the uh, free agency. Yeah. Um, so that brings them to an interesting predicament because, again, obviously you have Drysaddle who played basically on one leg and was amazing in the playoffs, and you have McDavid, who are two of the best players in the world, and basically to this point they haven't really achieved anything. So, yeah, they're in an interesting predicament. And they have the two the two kind of big question marks, I would say, which is like Evander Kane and then who's going to play in net, which is okay. going to be the bigger one. Yeah. So my games are, number one, who is going to play in net for the Oilers next season? And number two, where is Evander Kane going to play next okay. season? I, I mean, I've been talking about Kane since like before they were out of the playoffs. Yeah. And jokingly, I've said Vegas. Because okay. yeah, yeah. Vegas. <laughs> But um, seriously, I do see him going to LA. Okay. I feel like he would fit in with that roster, and he probably likes the California lifestyle, yeah. and like you know, he he'd probably do well on that team. So I'm gonna stick with the Kings for Evander Kane. Okay. And then for the goaltending, um, I'm gonna go totally out there and say that they're gonna acquire James Reimer. Okay. Okay. Um, because the Sharks are. Rebuilding. Well, they're not admitting the rebuilding, yeah. but they know they need to. Yeah. And they have Aiden Hill, and they acquired Kakinen from yeah. uh, Minnesota. So I feel like they'll re-sign him and then try to figure out which of those two is going to be their future guy. And I can see Reimer playing the Mike Smith veteran goalie role in Edmonton. That's my pick. Okay. You? So I think Evander Kane's going to end up in Carolina. Okay. <laughs> Because I think that they identified in the summer that they need scoring on the wing, and he can score as a winger. And they've also kind of proven this year that they can somewhat rehabilitate like problematic players with Tony, <laughs> with D. Tony D. And that would be an interesting environment if they were both on the same team. But I think Tony D is a free agent now, or is it just that they don't want to keep him? I don't know. But um, anyway, so I think that could be a fit. And I think they might pay him to go there, basically. And also, it's, like, not a big market, which probably he would like. Um, and for the teams bringing in Evander Kane, it's probably easier if you're not in a big market, too. So, for Edmonton, I'm still going also with my Bennington playing in net. Because oh, yeah. I just feel like that's too much of a fit. Um, but obviously, because of the cap of Bennington, there's got to be something that works out there. And I'm not too sure what it is. So I'll say Bennington and yeah. Edmonton. I don't know. I feel like Huso, or, the way he played in the playoffs, yeah. maybe he's not going to be the guy there anymore. It might not. The other one I'd say is they're going to pay big money to either Jack Campbell or um, Darcy Kemper to come to Edmonton. Oh, yeah. Um, because they're going to be like, hey, we need to prove that we have a goalie. So for me, it's one of those three. I'll lean towards Bennington, but I also agree with you. I think, you know, Huso was not great in the playoffs. Mind you, they did play Colorado, which we've seen is they're very adept at scoring goals. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, um, that was my little game with Edmonton. Um, yeah, sidebar with Campbell. I read that New Jersey is going to yeah. be targeting yeah. him. And that makes sense, right? Yeah. Um, they also need a goalie very badly. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, other than that, when we got we, we touched on Colorado sweeping Edmonton, so we know that one. Um, we're in the midst of probably watching Tampa put away New York in six. Yeah, we'll see. You never know. Still yeah, 20 minutes still of 20 minutes. hockey left. Um, 
but then we'll do our episode mini to finish off our bracket this year. Um, if it's Tampa, Colorado, I'll feel pretty good about that because I called that before the season started. Yeah. And predicted Tampa to three P, even though I've bet against Tampa in every single <laughs> round so far. Yeah. Um, yeah, and other than that, it's just playoff time, so there's not a lot of news. I mean, there's been some awards Wrong given wins. out. Oh yeah, the awards as well. Like Bergeron got his record fifth Selkie, yeah. and like, what is it, eleven straight nominations? Or? Something ridiculous yeah. like that. So that's crazy, and. What, you know, maybe one day it'll be the Bergeron Award. Yeah, they're all talking about that right now, um, too. And then I don't know if they did uh, any other big ones that we haven't already talked about. No, I don't think so, right? Because they're saving the most of them for the 21st. Yeah, no. so I think that's pretty much it. Uh, El, uh, Kyle Connor. Uh, that's Lady Bane. Yeah. yeah, and that's really impressive yeah. that he took four penalty minutes all year while like being a heavy minute forward that it's got ridiculous. 90 yeah. points or whatever he got. Yeah, <laughs> so. crazy. Pretty impressive. Kind of reminds me of like Paul Correa back in the yeah, day. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah. Yeah, I that, think that's it. That's it. That's okay. all the news that we got. Um, well, you're up to date with the latest hockey talk on the Rock, and uh, that was episode eighty. So we'll be back, like I say, for a quick episode mini to finish off our bracket for the finals, and then after the cup is won, I'm sure we'll have a big recap episode number eighty two. So we got stuff coming up, but thanks for listening. Woo!